The Pokemon adventure continues with the Pokecast as we follow Ash Ketchum to his second gym and then an unsanctioned gym on today's episode. I'm Chris and I'm joined, of course, by Pokemon trainers. We're only trainers now, but we're going to become masters. Dan and Eric. Hello, fellow trainers. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. What uh, what an amazing two episodes. I actually remember these when I was like a, a kid watching them for the first time. So it was, it was interesting to see them again. It's fun, too. So when did this originally air? Like, when did this show originally air? These episodes uh, originally aired in 97, 97 and then 98 in America. Okay. So, yeah, this was... Uh, when these episodes were airing... I oh, was, <laughs> I was in the eighth grade during the, de- yep, the debut run. Middle school. Yes. Yep. So, like, right at that age where you're technically supposed to be too old for it, but pff, didn't stop us. My favorite thing about Pokemon was always the fact that, like, I was a I was a big Pokemon kid. And then in high school, when it stopped being the cool thing, you kind of were just like, you kind of got out of it. And then in college, it was the cool thing again. So, boom, back to being all about the Pokemon. Uh, it went through this transition of, like, Pokemon, then Yu-Gi-Oh!, then back to Pokemon. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh!'s not even really popular that much anymore, is it? Oh, my God. The card game is insanely popular. The anime is trash. But the okay, card game is like the new Magic the Gathering. If that's what we're talking about. Okay. So there's your context. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the Water Flowers of Cerulean City, which is Ash going after his second badge. And then we're going to review the Path to the Pokemon League, which features another character of the week that never comes back. And Even though the episode ends with, we'll, we, will, we will meet again. Yeah, well, he's already said that to a bunch of other trainers. <laughs> so we all know that that ain't going to again, I'll be a Pokemon master. In true fashion to the Pokemon games, you only fight them once. <laughs> yup. The water flowers of Cerulean City! So, this episode is weird with the uh, the side plots here because... Brock basically disappears at the beginning and never comes back, and they never explain why. He just like I got stuff to do, and disappears. I know what he was doing. He was getting his was fuck on with the cop. That's probably how we can identify them all. <laughs> He's like, so I hear you got handcuffs. Uh, he hits on her. She dodges him, and then later he's just gone. The rest of the episode. Shows up conveniently at the very end. See, at least Misty's Looking disappearance completely refreshed. Yes, at least Misty's disappearance <laughs> gets explained. She's like, yeah. I don't yeah. want to go to. So Cerulean they're going to this ruined city, and Misty does not want to go. So of course, also. Okay, go go ahead. I'll now I was just, I was going to mention what Team Rocket was doing, but you can say your part first. No, because my part involves the, the battle, so we'll talk about that when it gets to it. All right, we'll, so Misty disappears, they get to Cerulean City, and there's something wrong with the thing. Because the actual opening of the episode was... Team Rocket stole a giant-ass vacuum. 
So because that's... this will help us get steal a Pokemon. <laughs> and in defense, they did get two, basically. They, they also swallowed up a million gallons of water as well. <laughs> the best part is when they when they ask Officer Jenny what's going on, she's like, "You guys look suspicious because I don't know who you are." And it's the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime. And then this shows her the Pokedex. And Brock's got the badge. And all that makes me think is, is Officer Jenny supposed to be a really shitty cop? I think they are. I think, I think she's uh, supposed to be a tryhard. Right? Yeah. She's not that great. So it's it's kind of a funny trope, but at the same time, it's like, holy shit, they're literally just kids. What would they? Why would they steal a giant vacuum? Just steal the Pokemans. Well, if you know my sister, then you obviously had a run-in with the law. Like, well, damn. Okay. Or she just helps you because you needed help in the new town. Or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or maybe you're criminals. So. So Brock. Suspicious, suspicious. Brock's... Brock hits on her. She shuts him down. Well, f- good thing Brock disappears because one of the Brock tropes on the show is Brock always hits on the pretty girls. And thankfully, we didn't have to put up with. I think that's a thing like. How do we write this into his character, but have him not hit on Misty's sisters? How about we just have him disappear? Because he's getting his fuck on with the cop. So, of course, he's like, ah, the Pokemon gym. And there's a giant water sport show going on. Gross. So he's a little confused because he's like, I thought this was a Pokemon gym. (laughs) Yeah, doing like a synchronized swimming thing. And they got all their fans. And then, of course, as he's just pa- as he's just palling around, checking out the aquarium, he happens to run into where they are. So it's almost like it's a backstage area. But I, lo- I love this. I love the reveal. Yeah, we're supposed to be the the Poke Masters of this gym, but like we just got our ass beat by three noobs from Pallet Town. <laughs> so we're just gonna do some synchronized swimming and stuff. Now we're done. Yeah. And then they just basically <laughs> hand him the badge. Like, this is what you came here for, though, right? Might All of our though. Pokemon are, are at the Poke, Poke Center right now. Here you go. All we have is a seal. <laughs> My favorite is uh, they're like, we only have this Goldeen, and it can't fight. And then they're just like, wait, c- bring Seal over here with the badge. It's like, well, you have at least two. You could at least use those. But I have a feeling the Seal is not trained for battle. It's probably just... It's just it, a wild Pokemon. It's a companion. Water. Yeah. It's just a lowly little companion. Well, so Seal should have died. Seal should have died as soon as Pikachu used like Thunderbolt or whatever in that water. Oh, yeah. Whatever. But Seal wasn't in up. the water. He was All in the pissed. vacuum. <laughs> yes. He got vacuumed up. He should have been dead. He was just sitting <laughs> on the outside because their vacuum sucks so bad that he just got out. Now nah, the vacuum sucks. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Lily, Daisy, and Violet, the sensational Cerulean sisters. And, of course, they're like, here, just take this badge. This is what just what you want, right? And then Missy's pissed. She shows up on, out of nowhere. And she's like, fine, if you're not going to battle him, then I will. She's like, I'm the four sensational sister. And they're like, yeah, you're the runt of the litter. And it's like, ah, oh, that's why he didn't want to come here. Yup. 
Because your sisters also, are bitches. Can we talk about how ready to go Pikachu was to fight? He's just like, oh, yeah, I got this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the bag. Right up front. And then and as then soon he as he realizes out. he has to fight Misty, he's like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I feel right. like Pikachu respects Misty more than Ash right now. <laughs> oh, she likes, Pokemon likes Misty because they both want to dunk on Ash all the time. <laughs> Pikachu is kind of a dick. That's also why I love it. Dude, Pikachu is still my ride or die on Smash Brothers, like to this day. No matter how many new characters they add, I still so you die a lot, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm bad at Smash Brothers, but but I've, I'm still a Pikachu guy. Still choose my Pikachu. Pikachu. Well, they added the Pokemon Trainer, which has Charizard, Ivysaur, and Squirtle, and you can switch between them. Squirtle, Squirtle, and you know, like Squirtle's super fast, but it's weak, and Charizard's slow, but it's but it's super strong. And then Ivysaur's like kind of balanced, but it's also a little wonky to use. But then you, or just you, like in real life, or you can just pick Greninja or Lucario or Incineroar or Jigglypuff and just play as a Pokemon or Mewtwo or Pichu, which is Pichu is still the worst fighter in all of Smash Brothers. Like, because Pichu does damage to himself. Yeah. And it's. Like, everybody thinks Jigglypuff is weak, but if Jigglypuff hits you with that sleep move, you're dead. But I like that they added Incineroar because it does pro wrestling moves. I still remember the the best fucking KO I've seen was somebody used Yoshi, turned him to an egg, and then, like, shit him off the stage. That's exactly how they died. I was like, oh my god. By the way, Yoshi's a Pokemon because it says its own name. I mean, yeah, Nintendo <laughs> Universe. Nintendo Universe. I mean, in Super Mario World, it's a blast from the past. Yoshi spoke straight up. Yeah. So it doesn't like water, by the way. So does Meowth. I mean, yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Meowth. Only oh, one Meowth talks in Super Mario World? Yeah, obviously. It's a blast from the past. Oh, my God. I, I thought freaking show. So, Yoshi's my ride or die in Mario Kart, so I hate what they did to him on that show. Yeah. Oh, is this let's a, this talk. Is, a, is this a Pokemon? The show? fight. So star you, and he's like, "The fuck is that Pokemon?" <laughs> well, he he didn't get to see it the last time. And so he whips out his Pokedex. <laughs> he's like, "The hell is this?" Misty had a star you and a star me. Yep. Like, wow. Well, so far, that's what they use in the actual video games. Like, the fight with Brock is Geodude and Onyx. And then the fight with Misty is Staryu and Starmie. Now, I don't remember what Lieutenant Surge actually uses in the game. A Raichu and... I remember a Raichu, but that's about it. Was he a one-on-one? He might have just been like... I don't think he was the one Raichu. In the anime, I remember, it's just the Raichu. But... We can we'll talk about that when we get to it. So yeah, uh, so Butterfree goes out, hits it with the the tackle, dodges the water gun, gets it with the stun spore, and then it's just like, oh well, I'm gonna just jump in the water and wash this off. Yeah, and every time you try something, it just jumps in the water. 
Star is actually pretty cool every time it friggin' flies out of the water. And as soon as like Butterfree Star. Well, as soon as Butterfree gets in the water, it's done, so Ash sends out Pidgeotto and Misty's like, Well, hey, did you know Staryu's got an evolved form? Check this out. My favorite line though is it looks like it's in real pain. It doesn't even have a face. How can you tell? <laughs> that is the best line in the show. This show actually was pretty good at getting some legit comedy in there. Like, I know that there were some jokes that were translated, like Ash claiming the Macarena you know wasn't in the Japanese version. But every now and again, they'll get a really good comedy line in. But, uh... Pidgeotto's actually doing really friggin' good here. It gusts Starmie into the wall, and its little jewel starts to flicker, which means it's almost out of energy. And they're Just like, like a bad guy and a beat him up. <laughs> let's let's be real for a moment. Ash only has one Pokemon, and it's fucking uh Pidgeot. It's not Pikachu. Pikachu hasn't done shit for him yet. <laughs> yeah, Pikachu really has <laughs> And, like, you could say Butterfree, but Butterfree's kind of like, you know, he's all right. But <laughs> Pidgeot's the only one who's actually been listening to Ash. Like, really? Yeah. That is true. I mean, Butterfree... Butterfree's doing, doing its thing, but at the same time, it's also, uh... It, it also had its uh, its preforms and everything, so technically Pidgeotto's been around longer. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I just like when he's like, Pidgeotto, knock it out of the way. So as it dives in, and Pidgeotto just friggin' bitch slaps it with its wing. <laughs> wing attack. Uh. Uh, yes. So of course, Team Rocket's the one that stole the vacuum. And they're like, all right. Suck out all the water. So that's exactly what they do. And poor Seal is getting sucked in. And then freaking... I heard he's been kissed by a rose. Of course. By the way, who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? It's Seal. Eric doesn't know. Was it Seal? It was Seal. It was Seal. Seal. Oh, okay. These two, the two we're going to talk about are actually pretty obvious. So... That's what we should do since Eric doesn't get the segment on the method that he's watching the show. We should have him guess who's that okay. Pokemon. <laughs> see if you can figure it out. That'll become the new thing. So yeah, immediate... I'll have to look at all the Pokemon that's actually in the episode just so I can be like, ah, I'm fucking Caterpie. You'll have to Caterpie. Guess which one gets fully introduced <laughs> because the next one is one we've seen before but has not been fully introduced before. So, of course, they're just like, hey, dummy, uh, electricity, and beats water. So, Ash hits the vacuum machine, destroys it, kills the seal, as we talked about. Although, apparently, seal got out just fine because their vacuum was really crappy. (laughs) Their Their plan to suck in all the water literally just threw it out of the gym, so... Seal is just on the outside, just chilling right now, which we'll we'll see later. So yeah, of course, right as Pikachu gets sucked in, he saves the day, and then they're just like, Ash, you earned this badge. And Misty's like, 
no, he didn't. They're like, well, yes, he did. A, he saved us. Oh, and B, if he'd used Pikachu from the start, you were screwed anyway. <laughs> which, which, they're right. Yeah. 100% accurate. But Pikachu didn't want to fight a friend, and Ash is like, I uh, respect that. Uh, again, he did not actually win. <laughs> no. Now, I'll say this, because this is a big callback joke with later badges, where they're like, they were given to him out of pity. Ash actually was going to win both of these gym fights. He was going to earn both of these badges. So, yeah. He we pulled can... the punch on Brock. Yeah. And can... as well, they Brock mentioned... pulled the punch on him. And then he actually did it. <laughs> he gave him the easy, he took the easy, the easy shot. Oh, he actually did try to stop the match, but then Ash did take yeah. the easy advantage. So, yeah, that's remember, a thing. Remember, but... he was a scumbag before he did the right thing. You know, there, there's a, a trend because on the <laughs> next episode that we're, we'll talk about, I feel like Ash was kind of just a real dick. Uh, I mean, yes. Ash was the villain in that episode. Yes. <laughs> he was. But that's also a thing, right? It's like the, the next episode deals with different training techniques, and just because Ash thinks it's the wrong way doesn't mean it is the wrong way. We'll talk about that. So, of course, uh, Misty relents, and she's just like, there's also like, you know what? Go with him. Go be a great trainer. You said you want to be. And then Brock's like, hey, how'd it go? I won the badge. Ah, cool. And she's like, you still owe me a bike. So like, all right, cool. Let's go to Vermilion City. I need to replenish my electrolytes. So that's it. That's, that's it. Ash has two badges now. Yep. And he's going to get really cocky about that really yeah, soon. Yeah, the next episode starts with him being like, it's time to battle randos. I have two badges, everybody. You suck. I got two badges. Pretty much, yeah. Two badges? <laughs> Did you see inside my vest there is two badges? So, see, voice actor Ted Lewis, who voiced James, is done after this episode. Eric Stewart replaces him towards the end of the next episode, and then we'll start hearing the regular James voice that we are used to. Yeah, because right now it's still it sounds so weird. I I I made that distinction too. I was listening to him like this doesn't sound like. I don't know, maybe it was just me. Maybe I grew up and now it just sounds fucking different. Well, Ash even sounds different in the beginning. Yeah. He, his voice changes better. a little bit, too. Just like Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin and Brian Griffin and and the South Park and kids. voice actors get older, too, and their voice changes. Yep. So. Oh, my God. Marge Simpson nowadays sounds so horrible that I really wish they would just stop. So is this the episode, or is it the next one where James says talks about not being straight? Uh, the next one. The next one. Which it's is supposed the to be one. about. It's supposed to be about him always being a criminal, but I think it's actually about him being a homosexual. It, wow. it totally is. It, there, it totally is. There's some. <laughs> there's some obnoxious. Will they? Won't they? With Jesse and James down the line, but. Let's talk about some other so quick won't they, Jesse's gay. Some other James quick gay. trivia. This of course is the start of the Brock tropes. 
infatuated by almost every girl he sees. They have to be older than him. That's the key. Is he's actually older than Ash and Misty. So that's why he never hit on her. But like Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy are adults. And he's like, and he's a hornball teenager. So Uh, he's he's in the MILFs. You know, it's fine. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the second time they use real animals. Won't be the last, but don't get used to seeing them. They are much more rare than you realize. Rare, uh, real animals? The real fish in the aquarium. The quote-unquote real animals. So, of course, uh, speaking of, you know, the... Uh... Oh, oh, hold on. Pause real quick. Theory. What if this world... Is our world way into the future, and all of the animals are gone extinct, and that's why all these mythical Pokemon made these Pokemon to help with like the habitat and stuff like that. Isn't that a and, real theory, actually? And then the entire show is just about climate change and battle. I believe it. <laughs> Head cannon accepted. <laughs> It does not. It does not do a good commentary on climate change because it makes me want to ruin the Earth. So we're in a Pokemon world. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So don't get used to. Uh, I just get... have to dump some of my grass clippings. Ah, uh, yes. Don't get used to Jim's offering Edge a badge without a fight. You're not going to see that again until we get to Flint Sparks the Fire, which is 624 episodes later. I also hope we don't have another Jim right away again, because he's already got two. <laughs> There's only, like, what, six of them? Nah, I think they did this one just so, like, people who didn't know that Misty was a gym leader would be, like, a little shocked. we like, what the fuck? And also... This is the first gym where Ash doesn't use a starter Pokemon, and that won't happen again until Fairy-type Trickery, 866 episodes later. There's a reason why we have to do this two at a time. Down the line, we might actually have to start increasing it to three if we have any hope of actually doing this, but we'll keep, uh... We'll keep this going. We'll be... 90 years old. We're like, did you see the last episode? <laughs> Pokemon. He Me- finally caught them all. By that point, there's going to be like 9,000 Pokemon. <laughs> Three of us are going to look like Patrick Stewart. Oh, man. Uh, yes, but... uh, But yeah, um, the battle's actually pretty cool. It's, I don't, I don't think Ash and Misty really battle again. I know that they battle each other when the Togepi stuff happens, but that's also kind of just like a... I also like the setup of it because they're on like floating platforms in the water and then they cast their Pokemon into a further in platform. So it is kind of laid out like the video game again. Yeah. Battle is in the water. Which is pretty cool. So I don't... The Cerulean Sisters will come back down the line, but as far as, like, what Pokemon they actually have, all we know is that Lily was holding a Goldeen, 
Violet doesn't have any known, and Daisy does have a a well. It's it's a uh, loverin they call it, which is the love disc named loverin. And we won't see that for a really long time when they come back, because that's a Gen three. But we're done talking about the Cerulean Sisters. On to the path to the Pokemon League. And of course, whatever Pokemon is in the title, it's the logo Pokemon. Of course. Hey, Eric, who's that Pokemon? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to oh. guess Sandshrew. Ding, that is correct. Sandshrew! <laughs> So Sandshrew this... is such a badass in this fucking in this episode. So, you know how anime does filler? <laughs> this is the first official filler episode, because every episode before this took place with an actual part of the game and an actual part of the journey. But, of course, you know, we have to fill some of these gaps. We can't just do the whole thing, right? Well, thankfully... they done in, like, 12 episodes. Yeah. Well, thankfully, Pokemon filler episodes at least have some decent side plots going for them. Unlike, you know... Well, we all know Goku versus Frieza. Dan, be happy your first foray into Dragon Ball Z will be to watch Kai. Not only will you get the best dub version that there is, but you don't have to watch Goku versus Frieza for 50 episodes. That's true. That is true. Does that battle take 50 episodes? The manga... I kid you not. The manga... I kid you not. uh, uh, Sorry, the anime caught up to the manga. So while they were still writing the manga, they had to just, they had the anime schedule to keep, so they just kept the episode going. Like, they did one where Frieza was like, I'm going to fight with one hand tied behind my back, and that was the whole fight. They do the Captain Ginyu body swap with Bulma. There was an actual episode where all they did was stare at each other and pan back and forth. That was like half the fucking episode. Yep. It, and they talk a lot of trash, and yeah, it's... The filler got really bad during that saga. So Kai was a... Kai... Kai's uh, Cell Saga ends at, like, the 90-something episode. By that point, I don't even think Frieza had transformed out of his first form. <laughs> the only thing that Kai cuts out that I genuinely missed out on was Kai cut out the Driver's Ed episode. Which is the greatest filler episode of any anime ever. The single greatest filler episode. You know exactly what I'm talking about, Eric. Goku uh, and Piccolo uh, go for their driver's test. Oh. Yeah, it is the funny. funniest episode. Is. Okay. Why do they need to drive? They can fucking fly. Well, that's that's that's, that's what that's they were the saying. <laughs> but Chi Chi doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> so she makes them go get their you know, she makes Goku get his license and somehow Piccolo gets roped into it too. Although Piccolo's actually doing a pretty good job. <laughs> He's like, this is easy. Because so, Piccolo's the man. That's during the uh, the training for the Cell games. There's a, co- there's a couple of, uh, of filler episodes. Like, some of them don't make sense. Like, they do that whole thing where it's like the Saiyans invade that one planet and then they wipe it out. Like Vegeta and Nappa while they're on their way to Earth. And it's like... People are like, I can't believe they cut that. It shows how ruthless they are. I'm like, they already determined how ruthless they were. As soon as they get to Earth, they show how ruthless they are. We didn't need any establishment from it. They already showed it. That poor farmer. Oh, that was Raditz. 
but uh, still, yeah, rat, yeah, rat, raditz versus what Napa does is a big difference, but but yeah. That's anyway, a, Pokemon. Oh yeah, different anime. Oh yeah, yeah. With Ash going around a different it's time, we're on our road to another town, but we have to do battle randos on the way there, and he a youngster. It's one of the youngsters that you encounter who's got Raditas, and he kicks the shit out of it. So he, the idea is that he just starts whooping ass and bragging about his two badges. I've got ten to, wins. He gets to ten wins, and the guy's like, well, you're really good. You should face AJ. Who the fuck is AJ? And at this point, AJ's got 98 wins and zero losses and no badges. Then they start to talk shit, and AJ's just like, I don't know who the first two gym leaders are, but they must be pretty bad if they (laughs) lost to you. That was actually pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Oh, man. (laughs) Then Brock and Misty are just like, kick his ass. Yeah, kick his ass, (laughs) I love it. I love the sign for his gym. It has to have a disclaimer on it. It's not an official Pokemon League gym. (laughs) I love that... uh... I, I always loved with uh, AJ's accent because Dan and I being wrestling fans, we like AJ Styles and he's from Gainesville, Georgia, and he's got the Southern drawl. So I'm just like, yeah, they made AJ a hick for no reason. And so AJ Styles wasn't a wrestler yet, I don't think. <laughs> uh, no, he actually wasn't when this aired. I so. think he was probably still in high school like I was. <laughs> then he I... took the inspiration from this guy. Yeah, sure. Yep. Well, he never died but, you know, green, but watching this episode, I kind of want to follow AJ's story. Like, the hell with Ash. <laughs> Let's follow AJ, see what he does. Well, guess what? You're never going to see him again. <laughs> Even though, like I said, this episode literally ends with them saying to each other that they will meet each other when they are both Pokemon masters. <laughs> you know what that means? That just means one or, never well, yeah, one, or, one or both of them will never make it to master status. Exactly. I acknowledge you as a trainer, but I do not promote you the rank of master. <laughs> <laughs> Ash, Ash Skywalker. Ashikin. Dude, that's just it, right? Ash is Anakin. Except he doesn't go off and kill except the the youngsters with the ratatas he doesn't just go slice them up he just <laughs> kicks the shit out of their ratatas then shows off his badges including the women and the children too he hates them so yeah this is going to be AJ's 99th victory so send out my sand shrew and he's whipping it whip it good and he's so like, yes yeah, this is like uh this episode it's trying to touch on some uh, morality play, and I don't think they play it quite right. Because at the end, you're just like, they're both wrong and awful people. Okay. I think he was actually whipping them. I think he was just kind of using the whip to make the noise to, like, put them in the shape or whatever. (laughs) So, of course, uh, He's like, all right, well, I'll send out Pidgeotto because flying will have the advantage. But then that's when Ash gets the lesson that just because there's a type advantage doesn't mean you're going to win because 
if the Sandshrew's really high level and your Pidgeotto isn't, yeah, you're flying. Like me with my Charmander, bitch. I don't care that you're a fucking rock. I am ten levels above you. You will die. And good for Ash for finally figuring out type advantage. I mean, he figured it out pretty fast, considering he uh, initially started using Caterpie against the Pidgeot. Yeah, and almost got it killed because, you know, Ash. Yeah. So, of course, Sancho just rolls himself into a ball and just friggin' strikes Pidgeotto down. So he eats himself. <laughs> so he's like, all right, go Butterfree, Stun Spore. And he's like, so, of course, it does dig, which means it missed. And then, boom, that's the end of Butterfree. He's like, Pikachu, go fight. Pikachu's like, I don't want us. And he shocks Ash, because of course he does. And then Team Rocket's just like, hey, that Sandshrew looks pretty good. Let's steal it. And then Meowth makes a smart-ass comment, so they uh, they punch him out of the tree. <laughs> and then Ash cry. This is the, this is the turn, right? Is like... AJ seems like a dick because Ash is like, although Ash is also like literally crying that he wants a rematch. He's like, this isn't fair. And then sure enough, he sees that AJ's really angry. He goes, you call that a win? Get to work. And they are all wearing these strength training suits. They're doing the the Goku training. Put on the weighted clothes. Poor fucking Pikachu. (laughs) Purposefully, purposefully like... (laughs) Does their training on a planet with higher density? Yeah. There's, there's actually some pretty funny references to that that you'll get to when you start watching. Because, like, Goku gets to King Kai's planet. It's ten times Earth gravity, and he's friggin' losing it. And then there's a really, really good callback to that on a later battle where it's like, you can't beat me. This is ten times gravity. And Vegeta just starts laughing. <laughs> Eric knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. actually a pretty good callback to that, but you'll get there. So, yeah, I love that Pikachu tries to put it on and gets literally gets stuck in a ball. And he's like, Sandshrew, dive in the water. They're like, what are you doing? That's going to hurt it. Ash literally tackles him in the pool. And then Sandshrew just gets out and shakes it off. Much like T-Swizzle. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. You should be making friends with your Pokemon. Brock, don't you want to say something? Yes, I do. Your Pokemon look really good. What kind of food are you using? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I made my own special blend. Just like Brock does. Yep. But the recipe's secret. Well, yes, of course. You can't reveal your secret recipe. And then Team Rocket does the dum-dum move. They roll in a rubber ball so that they won't get shocked. They pick up the wrong ball, which they think is Pikachu. Because he's still wearing the weight. (laughs) Yeah. And then they take off. And they're just like, well, where the the hell's my Sandshrew? And he's like, ah, your Sandshrew ran away from you. Because it didn't want to be with you. And he's like, Sandshrew wouldn't run away. We've been through everything together. Cue flashback to their entire time together. Yep. I like the, the wind montage where Sandshrew's just rolling away. <laughs> but yeah, they do like the training montage. And then Ash is like... was my first Pokemon. It's a weird starter. Uh, well, he didn't say it's a starter. He said it's the first one he ever caught. Yeah. And I could he see him kind of... He didn't have a starter. 
That man probably just went out there just like, I'm picking this one. Well, didn't he also say that he was carrying a bunch of wild Pokemon in his backpack at the beginning? So he's literally just trapping them. (laughs) I I didn't see a Pokeball being used. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think just straight up gets them. Nobody said his methods were conventional. But then that's the other thing, right? Is like, Ash is like, you guys want to come with me? And everybody just ignores him. Yo, he just tried to take that man's Pokemon. I know. He should, he's doing exactly what Team Rocket's trying to do. Yeah. You'll be happier with me. Ash is really good at making an ass out of himself in this one. Because first it's all about... Because it's all about his ego, right? First he makes an ass out of himself for bragging about how many victories he has. Which is how he gets roped into this in the first place. Because if he wasn't bragging, the kid would have never told him about the gym. And he probably wouldn't wouldn't have ever come here. So, it really... It's not like Ash's impact on AJ makes a difference. AJ would have gotten his last two wins. And then he would have gone off to, to get his badges. So... And then, of course, during the whole argument... Team Rocket realizes that they got the Sandshrew. The Sandshrew freaks out. And it goes back home with a Meowth on its tail. And he's like, that's Meowth. I bet Team Rocket is, stole these. And they're they're both just like... This is... <laughs> good assumption. Second time that Ash gets striked in the face by fucking Meowth. Yeah. <laughs> you would think... You would think by now he'd be like, all right, I'm not touching that Meowth. And then, of course, he's like, the Sandshrew was a mistake. It's a second-rate Sandshrew. And AJ's like, how fucking dare you? So, of course, immediately takes out Coughing, takes out Ekans, and even takes out Meowth. Coughing does a different move this time. Does Sludge. Doesn't Coughing. work. Ekans tries Rap. Doesn't work. Meowth tries Bite. Doesn't work. And then Sandshrew hits friggin' Fissure, which is a cr- an insanely good ground attack, and literally splits the Earth and takes out Team Rocket. So win yeah, number... destroying their gym. Yeah. Their, their unleashing gym. Well, fortunately, that was the 100th win, so now he's going to leave it anyway. So pack up, and he and Sandshrew are on their way. Had a nice place, too. Yeah. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna meet again as rivals in the Pokemon League. LOL, you never see AJ again. This is AJ's only appearance. Now someone's gonna point out that, like I said that about Samurai and AJ, and they're gonna be like, you know, in the Orange Islands theme song, they uh they appear in the theme song. Yes, they do. But they don't appear in canon in an episode. So we never see AJ again. So right off AJ, that's the only time we're going to talk about him. Until we want to reference a Sandshrew or something in a future episode. I don't know. But but I do like the, um, the, the, the lesson here is that, yes, AJ is really tough on his Pokemon, but he still cares very deeply for them. And Ash just doesn't get it. That it's tough love, but that doesn't mean the care isn't there. That is a good lesson. Oh so, yeah, we we didn't mention that is that every time he continues to brag about his wins and his badges that he gets Pinocchioed. Yeah, and then the nose breaks when he gets caught in all his lies. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. 
freaking ash. So. And this is the last episode with James with the voice he is. He gets a new actor after this episode. Yep. You can immediately hear it. As soon as he summons coughing, he uh, he comes back. Coughing. But if you're if you miss the voice of Ted Lewis, don't worry. He returns to be the voice of Giovanni. You just love that coughing voice, don't you? Coughing. It's, it's 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 just hilarious, man. Because it's every dumb. time just coughing. No, the one that, that gets is... the one that gets me is when James gets the victory belt and it just screeches. Like, it doesn't say a name or anything. It just, it literally just screams. <laughs> um, mine is going to be anytime Misty goes to summon a Pokemon and it's just fucking Psyduck. Uh, Psyduck's the best. I can't wait till we get to talk about Psyduck. <laughs> so, yes, first filler episode. First episode without any new Pokemon debuts. First episode not explicitly set within the location of a game. Uh, another mention of a real life animal because they talk about the whip being just like a lion tamer. And then the funny thing is that in the beginning, Team Rocket's like, that Santru must be good. We should swipe it. And then at the end, it's like, oh, your Santru's second rate. We don't want it. It's like, you guys are just dumb. And Fissure's a one-hit KO move. It's the first time they use it in the anime. So, get fucked, Team Rocket? (laughs) (laughs) If it lands. If it lands. Doesn't it have, like, a 50% hit? It's one of those moves where it's got a really low hit rate, but if you actually hit it, it's an instant KO. Some of those moves are crazy good. You gotta be careful with those moves. Don't mess up your day. I wonder. I wonder if that would actually like if you have a Pokemon that has sturdy that can't be KO'd with one hit. I wonder if that would still work. I think it knocks it down to one hit point. So so okay. Yeah. yeah I, so I'm basically, sure that's it, what it, it doesn't does. deactivate sturdy. <clears throat> right. It it basically accuracy is thirty percent, and it does damage equal to the HP. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So yeah, that's uh, that was Ash's journey here. So we're going to, the next two episodes are, we're going to do filler and then we're going to do an important episode. So the next episode is The School of Hard Knocks, which is, I believe, another filler episode. I don't think this has any real significance here other than to introdu- introduce us to a new Pokemon, which is... Cubone. This is a Cubone centric episode. Well, just want to give it away right there. <laughs> Eric, forget that by next week. <clears throat> I, I will. Bulba and the Hidden Village. Bulbasaur <laughs> and the Hidden Village. Uh, significant episode because that's when Ash gets his Bulbasaur. Ash has to get all the starter Pokemon because, you know, we can't just have. We can't just have one of them, and we can't just have it be Pikachu. They all have to be stars, so they all get a they all get an interesting story, though. That's what actually makes it a that's what actually makes it interesting is like who the Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle were before Ash comes along. 
they all have a different origin story, and that automatically makes them more interesting Pokemon. Like, because it gives them... It's not like Ash is just like, oh, look, a Bulbasaur, I'm going to catch it. He actually has an origin story, and it makes Ash's Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle have real personalities because of where they came from. But in the game, you got a basic bitch one. (laughs) Basic bitch Bulbasaur. Oh. (laughs) You're basic! First time I ever played Pokemon, I chose Bulbasaur because I was like, well, I'll have the advantage in the first two gyms, so obviously I gotta pick the Bulbasaur. And now every other time I start one of those games up, I'm like, (laughs) Charmander? Because if you pick Charmander, your rival gets Squirtle, and I like them both over Bulbasaur. I do still really like Bulbasaur, and that's another thing. Like, whenever I bring that up, people are like, I don't understand why everybody hates Bulbasaur. I'm like, I didn't say hated Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is literally one of my top ten favorite Gen 1 Pokemon. I I'll just fuck Bulbasaur. Wow, what an ass! I also like how people. There's like this thing now where everybody thinks Ivysaur is actually the coolest form. It's cooler than Venusaur, and I'm not really sure where that came from. Fuck those dinosaurs! I also like that people call Blastoise Water Bowser because he kind of looks like Bowser. I mean, he does. <laughs> he it, does it, it's look like Bowser. Bowser. He's a Water Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> So, if Bowser had a Pokemon team, Blastoise would probably be on it. Yep. Well, I feel like you should make a team for Bowser now. I'll be... I, I, <laughs> so, I started doing the Smash Brothers project with the wrestlers, as and people are like, you should do Pokemon teams for them. I'm like, yeah, I know we're going to get to that eventually. Mario's team... <laughs> do, do Pokemon teams for the Pokemon. <laughs> if Pikachu had a Pokemon team... <laughs> I mean, I guess I could... I mean, Pikachu's you can use Pokemon team would be Ash, Misty, and Brock. You know, I could do one for Mewtwo because Mewtwo has a Pokemon team. <laughs> Mewtwo's got a, actually a pretty big Pokemon team, if you recall. Yeah, I mean, once we get to the movie. But here's the key: if I do a Pokemon team for Pikachu, is the sixth Pokemon Pikachu? Does he get fed up with the failure of the other five and be like, "Fine, and do do it, Thanos. I'll do it myself." <laughs> I mean, Pikachu's kind of a dick, right? So, like, that seems like a Pikachu thing. All right, fine. You've all failed. That's it. It's my turn now. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to the one where they do the where they're eating the rice cakes and they're like, "Nothing beats a jelly-filled donut because America." Do you remember that one, Eric? <laughs> the infamous. Ah, oh, yes. Well, we will get to that one. That is Encanto. That is Encanto. We will get to that. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, so, Dan, tell us how the journey is going for you at this point. Uh, again, he's already at two gyms. It's a little bit quick. As I know, this is going to be a several hundred episode just for this one. <laughs> All right. Or nearly a hundred episodes for just this story well to be fair it does take him a while to get to the the last two gyms in fact in the first initial run of the anime he gets six badges before they didn't have any new episodes for a while and then they released like 12 new episodes and he still didn't get any new badges so i know there's a gap between six and seven he also hasn't caught a pokemon in a long time 
Yeah, no, he hasn't. No, no, because he's, he's done now, and now he's facing all the trainers and being an ass about it. Yeah, he has such a great team with Pikachu and the Job Squad. Oh, I like Butterfree's actually a pretty decent early Pokemon. The... Yep. <clears throat> I mean, but it is bug type. You yeah. can only make it so far. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Is like you catch Pidgey super early on, and that's one of the ones you really want to stick with because when it gets to the final form of Pidgeot, it's actually really good. Like really good. You know, I here's one thing that I've noticed though. Like the regional birds for every Pokemon game are always pretty fucking good. Like all the way through. Yeah. Cause uh what what's in in the new gen they have that Corvus Knight? That friggin' badass looking it looks like a friggin' gargoyle bird. Yeah. And you it and you get the first form of that pretty early on, so if you just stick with that, whew. Uh, Staraptor, that one, um... Uh, the Fletching? Yeah! Fletching's final form, I forget the name. Yeah. Yeah, it's... No, they're all, they're all good, dude. All, all of them. That's just it, right? I it's think... like, but people have a tendency to give up on them, because it takes a long time to level up your Pidgeotto. So... That's true. People are sometimes just like... I don't want to stick with this. I got better stuff now. I got an Abra. Uh, it is. I will Tal say, Talonflame is the name of the Talonflame. That's even a cool name. Alakazam, outside of the legendaries in first gen, Alakazam is probably the. It is the strongest Pokemon in Generation One, outside of like Mew and Mew. legendaries. Yeah, <laughs> that's just it, right? Is like. There, there's always those Pokemon that are, like, they're legendarily strong, but they're not legendaries, like Alakazam, Snorlax. Like, if you have those, those are really good additions to your team. People are like, I'm going to use all three legendary birds. It's like, well, that's cool, but these are actually better. Yeah. Like, Slacking, the, the final form of the Sloth in Gen 3, is, like, ungodly <clears throat> overpowered. And it's like, yes, of course, it's a sloth, so it's really slow, and it goes second. But you better make that first hit count, because he's coming at you with everything he's got. So if you can uh, if you can really, really move with some of that stuff. I mean, Talon Flame is a fucking badass name. That's the other thing, is they, um... Because they talk about Pokemon, if you do the, uh, the Palatina Easter Egg in Smash Brothers, where if you play as player one as Pit, and then you make player two whoever. It has to be two players, not computer. And then you go to Palatina's stage. When it starts up, her and Pit will actually have dialogue about the person that you're fighting. There's YouTube videos where she has dialogue on everybody. And when it gets to Pikachu, he's like, hey, it's a Pokemon. And they're like, well, yeah, that's Pikachu. It's the most famous Pokemon. It's like, it's really rare that uh, Pokemon's second form is actually its most popular, but yet here we are. Because, like, does anybody talk about Charmeleon, Wartortle, or Ivysaur? Not really. I love Wartortle, though. <clears throat> out, of, out of the starters, Wartortle is the best second evolution. Changed my mind. No, I can't really disagree with that, because it looks like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a Ninja Turtle. So, like, so, yeah. 
But yeah, like there's that, competition with the last one between like Blastoise and Charizard, but Charizard wins. And then all three of the starting forms are pretty cute. But like that second form, that Charmeleon, wow. Do you know Puberty I was not good to Char Charizard? Or, I yeah specifically picked Pokemon X right because Charizard's super evolved form in X was black, and I wanted that form. And I'm like, its Y form looks cool, but this form's black. <laughs> I want that. I just I wish that they would let you bring in your Mega Evolutions or whatever to Sword and Shield. Yeah. That'd be cool. Nah, we're doing the Gigantamax now. Which is fun. I mean, it's it's whatever. I got the game recently, so I've been playing it. I got I the game recently because of the podcast, honestly. It's got me back into Pokemon. Did you ever... Uh, who was... Who who was like in the... Alright, so for Gen 1, who was always essential on your team? Like, not your starter and not a legendary, but like... A Pokemon you really liked that you were like, I absolutely have to have one of these on my team. In Gen 1? Yeah. For me, uh, for me there legendary? were... Yeah. There were two key ones for me. Dragonite and Gengar. Because in Gen 1, that was the only dragon and the only ghost were those three forms. And they were the final forms. And I had to have them because one was a ghost and one was a dragon. Like, like I, I don't care that I don't care that the poison, the the poison is weak to psychic and like, with uh, with Dragonite, ice kills dragons apparently all dragons and, and then dragon kills dragon. <laughs> dragons are like the one type that's weak against themselves. But For like, me, I would have to say it's uh, Arcanine and Gyarados. Good choices, yeah. Because that's just it, right? If you have... You, you need a really badass water or fire type on your team, period. So if you didn't choose Squirtle or Charmander, you gotta get a badass one, and you can't really do wrong with those. I agree. It's just a pain in the ass to evolve a Magikarp. Well, yes. In Gen 1. Because of Splash, but yes. Alright, guys. It's just We need to get streaming... Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna do yeah. that. So the Video Melee Gaming Emporium. I did a test pilot. Dan joined me for it. I just played some Tetris, Doctor Mario, and Duck Hunt. Mostly Doctor Mario because I wanted to test it out. I already said I'm gonna do Link to the Past as a full playthrough. But I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do Pokemon Silver, or maybe Crystal. I never actually played Crystal. Crystal's got Ooh, the animation. Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. And, and the reason well, I want to do that. Fire Red because we'll. Because it will match up with the show. It will. But the reason I want to do Gen 2 is because Gen, if we do a Gen 2 stream, we can return to Kanto. And that would be pretty fun. Yeah, but yeah, I know. Gen 1. You know what? I'll leave it up to the fans to decide while we're doing the stream. Or maybe them... I could do the, the Fire Red and you can do the more modern one. And I do Leaf Green and we just compete against each other. <laughs> Actually, technically, yours would be more modern. Because I, it, there's no good way to stream DS stuff that I figured out. I do have Soul Silver on my DS, but I just I have not figured out a good way to stream DS games. So, 
It would just be, it would be better to do it that way. All right, gentlemen. There you have it. So you know what's happening next time in the Pokemon Journey. Check out everything on CKCC Radio. And check the three of us out on the Nerd Table this Sunday at 7 a.m. Until that time, (laughs) gotta catch them all. Or, in Ash's case, gotta catch them five. Couple. Eventually. Gotta catch a couple. I just need four. Wait till you get, Dan, you're going to love it. Wait till you get to the part where Ash catches more than six and they start getting transferred to Professor Oak and how he just ignores them. <laughs> We're going to, we'll have open discussions about what a terrible Pokemon trainer this Ash is what, Ketchum is. What, what, this is the, the question about Pokemon versus Digimon, right? If Pokemon could be stored digitally, does that make all Pokemon also digital monsters? Which means that either that you could either derive that Pokemon are better because they are actually Digimon or Digimon are better because they have all the Pokemon as well. Digimon also come out of their final forms. So that becomes a, a debate about what you prefer. Digimon devolve? Listen, and until Pokemon gets a wolf that can equip in a machine gun on its back... <laughs> the one you were going to pick too I knew that was the one you were going to go for yeah, I'm just like, it's crazy dude that is but the best Digimon's so much fun that's the best way to end this episode alright guys <laughs> see you guys next week for more Pokemon Journey <laughs>